Chris Rankin and Sonia Noonan. Welcome, Sonia. Hi, I'm trying really hard not to laugh because of our outtake just then. But anyway, hi, Chris. <laughs> How are we? <laughs> I have to admit, I really can't wait to do an episode uh, just on our outtakes. It will be hilarious. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm really well, Noonan. I'm really well. Um, what about yourself? You are just back from Poland. And I am. The BNI National Conference. How was that? It was amazing. It was, uh, you know, I just, I just struggle to actually put it into words that how amazing it is. So it's just awesome. It's something that, you know, if you can picture being in a room of two and a half thousand people, um, all committed to BNI, it's just so cool. Have you, have you been to, you've been to one or Absolutely. did you go to Global? Yep. I actually went to the Thailand one um, when it first launched. I haven't been to the US ones though. So uh, well, Thailand did like a um, BNI Asia kind of global one uh, when in the early days, and that was like you were treated like a rock star. That was pretty pretty special. Uh, we didn't actually have Ivan or any of the crew there this time because that was back when they were traditionally doing it in where was it Long Beach that used to be the yep. the yearly one. So it's really cool that they're taking it across the world now, and, and that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So last year we had Bangkok. This year we had um, we're in Poland, and next year we're in Miami. Brilliant, brilliant. I like it. I like it. So Sonia's goal for the next twelve months is earn enough money to spend a month in America. Oh yes, yes, that road trip, hey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we're just putting it out there that any of the BNI listeners in the US, Sonia has a dream of road tripping. And public speaking across oh, America. No, hang on so a minute. Let's hang on, no, 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 no. I love it. And here we go. If anybody has a referral. So funny. Oh, oh, I just, no. I love it. Now that it's out there, let's jump into our first quarter. What are we talking about today, Sonia? I, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> well, I know. Let's jump into it. Today, our first quarter, we are talking about marketing and we're expanding a little on episode five and I have to uh, actually do a cheerio to say one of our listeners, Danielle Shembri, wanted to say that she's really enjoying our podcast and in particular, she's really enjoying getting to know you, Sonia. So one of our... Yeah, our listeners. So that's awesome. a wow. Hello, Danielle. Thank you for that. Yeah. So anyway, jumping into the marketing because we did touch on this last time. However, um, I felt like we didn't can get enough attention me? on the marketing mix. I can. I can see you. You're doing weird Man. stuff with your hands at the moment. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm oh. just really embarrassed it's... because apparently I'm doing a speaking road trip to America. Anyway, <laughs> concentration has just gone out the window. Oh, this, okay, is, so this is brilliant. This is brilliant. I'm definitely going to win this podcast, that's for sure. Because, uh, Sonia, oh. I, I've just done the, I've done the greatest distraction at the start of the game. How good is that for a strategy? (laughs) Okay, like, okay, right. Deep breaths. Okay, marketing. Let's talk. Marketing, marketing. Marketing. 
Cool. So, so we, we did touch on, yeah, we did touch a little bit on marketing in our last one with marketing plans and stuff, but we thought we'd drill down a little bit further this week um, and talk about what we briefly touched on with the seven P's of marketing. So, Yes, yes. And so what is our first one, Sonia? Products. Products, excellent. So talking about products, what about it? What about product? Do you know, it's really interesting because recently I've been to a seminar and the guy was talking about um, making sure your products are assets. Now, we all mm-hmm. think of assets as something that we own, but if you actually look at the rich dad, poor dad version of an asset, an asset is something that earns you an income. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So products is actually a good thing to have in your mind. Any product that you have that you sell, whether that is um, an actual physical product or your time or service or whatever, make sure that you actually, it's an asset. You're actually earning money from it. So if, especially in the service industry, if you're offering a service that you only charge for one hour when it takes you three hours, then it's not an asset to your business. Spot on. And so obviously when we're thinking about a product, there are things that you need to consider such as the the quality, is it a cheap product? Is it a mid-range product? Is it an expensive product or premium product? Is it the image of the product? Uh, what does it look like or what does that service look like? The branding, its features, uh, does it have different variants? Is it colours? Is it um, styles? Is it uh, all that sort of kind of thing? The support for it? Uh, does it need post-sale support? Uh, what does the customer service look like for your product? Uh, availability, warranties, all sorts of stuff like that. All that stuff that you just described then, if anyone's listening to this and they're in B&I, that is the stuff that you have to educate us on in your weekly presentation each week. Exactly what Chris just said then. And even if you're not in B&I, to be able to promote your product, you need to know all of that stuff that you just said. And let me tell you, there's a lot of business owners that actually can't describe exactly what products they're selling. And that's the reason why they should start at that point and really nail it because there's no point trying to find customers if you haven't clearly defined your product. Yeah. Or if you try and do a heap of products, we were talking about this before we started this, was that, you know, like maybe have three clear choices of what your product is or what service you're offering or whatever and go from there. If you have you know, a heap of products, especially I suppose I'm relating more to the, the service industry than anything. Mm-hmm. But if, if you have like a heap of products but you're only doing, you know, a little bit of each or you're only, um, you're not good quality, you're better mm-hmm. off having less products that are good quality than more products that are not good quality. Yeah, and it's funny because um, there was a particular startup uh, that was really bootstrapping and uh, they could have done all sorts of things. They had some really good quality product and they had lots of different ideas, but they decided that it was best to go deep with one flagship product and actually saturate the market with that product before starting to expand on all the ideas and the skill set they had. And um, main reason for that is distribution. Once they had the quality relationships and the distribution for that flagship product, Sending new products down that pipeline is so easy. They've already got an audience. They've already got buyers waiting. They've already got stockers. So that was a really important thing for them. And consequently, uh, their business has gone strength to strength now. 
And and even Apple does that. Like Apple literally has a handful of products. Absolutely. And you know what? I feel like we need to do a podcast on um, every particular <laughs> one of these seven marketing mix items because, uh, yeah, we've got a minute and 30 to go in this quarter and uh, we've literally only talked about products and we've got prices and promotion, place, physical environment, process and people and there is no chance we're going to do any justice to any of the others by even talking about them. So I reckon let's let's change gears a little bit and over the next few podcasts, let's actually talk about a couple of them at a time because I felt like uh, we really need to give it the attention it deserved uh, in this yeah, particular yeah. quarter anyway. So Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so talking about products, all of those things that I had a chat about, Nooney, how have you gone with your business in terms of the quality, the image, the branding, the features? the support, the customer service, where are you at with that? Are you are we able to give you a goal for this or some of the elements or um so as you know, I'm just relaunching my side of the game and mentoring side of the business. Um, Absolutely, yep. So I have dedicated quite a bit of time to looking at this. Um, but as lots of people will know my brain is a very active brain so um (laughs) (laughs) i've probably spent way too much time on all of this um but no i don't think i deserve gold because i don't think that i am where my mind wants it to be right okay so we'll give you a point though because you've already started on yes definitely and apparently i uh, ran out of time to get a, a score so Sonia very conveniently took up all the time of that quarter. <laughs> and no, no, no. Come on, tell us all about it. Well, to be quite honest, when it comes to game, I can't fairly give myself a goal for that because I'm probably at the same uh, point. I have actually got uh, the package in that pretty much nailed, um, but it's kind of evolved from when we started doing this. So I wouldn't give myself a goal for it necessarily. Having said that, for one of the other businesses I have, the uh, web design business, I could absolutely give myself a goal for that because I'm pretty sure after a few years now that I've absolutely nailed the pricing point for that and what services are we offer, uh, whether they're premium or not, what sort of customer service it requires, uh, post-sale support, all sorts of stuff like that now. So... So what are you saying? You want to sneak in a sneaky little goal on that well, one? Well, it depends on what business we're talking about here because, I mean, I could, I'm, I'm probably could be cheating because I've got a few companies. So <laughs> I can easily just, you know, wing well, and go, well, here's one I prepared earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have done that in previous podcasts. And as I said to you earlier, Jason claims that I'm very good at um, – um, oh, wait, wait, wait. The goals. So do I have to give in and say, okay, I'm listening and here we go, Chris. Here's oh, nice. <laughs> I love it. I just got the, what are they call them in footy? The Joe, Joe the Goose or something? Yeah, so when they just can... a handball over the top into the goal square and they kick it through the goal. <laughs> you can thank Jason for that. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jason. I appreciate some love from my side now. <laughs> Yeah, um, Sonia, you haven't started the timer for a quarter oh, time, so sorry, we're. Because, uh, do you know why? Do you know why? Because I wanted to use the whole two minutes to tell everybody that we've been waiting for. This is our sixth week, Chris, and we're waiting for a ladder. 
and each oh. week. <laughs> oh, she wants she wants me to lose my goals. That's a, that's a big I love it. Oh, jeez, what a stitch up that was. <laughs> uh, so I deliberately didn't start it. Well, so I had you know what? <laughs> you know what? I reckon if we've had some listeners giving some feedback, and we have now, and it's great. I reckon if people desperately want to know what the ladder is, come on, I want some feedback. Who here actually cares about the ladder, other than Sonia? I want to know. <laughs> I can just throw my hand up like a crazy person at the moment. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, there, if there's enough interest, oh, you know, maybe oh, I can whack that together. That's a good excuse. Oh, I'm sorry, Sonia. I didn't do a ladder because I didn't know if the listeners yeah. really wanted one. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> well, I mean, on the website, I could do a real cool looking one but if you know not many is interested it's more for Sonia's benefit I might just shove something in an Excel spreadsheet instead oh, so. I'm glad you said you're going to shove it in the Excel spreadsheet because yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> anyway let's move on <laughs> yeah geez you're a bit restless today Sonia what's going on I am, I am. It's, I, I, I'm not sure <laughs> let's start right. the next quarter let's jump into the second quarter here we go what is the second quarter today Okay, so we want to actually look at our networks. So yes. um, what what is our networks and how we can um, leverage from our networks? So. Okay, so what's a really good exercise you can do, Sonia, to work out um, what sort of networks you actually have? Well, in BNI, we mm. have a thing called the Gains Profile. Right. Um, so it, it actually take some time to sit down and do, but we look at our business goals. Mm-hmm. We look at our um, accomplishments. And do you know what? Australians aren't very good at acknowledging their accomplishments, really aren't really. I remember when I first joined BNI and I got asked what my accomplishments was and I said I didn't have any and um, someone turned around and said, but you've been in business 13 years, isn't that an accomplishment? And I went, yep. oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, statistically, it would suggest yes, because what is it? Ninety-eight percent of businesses don't last ten years. So, yeah. considering you're at thirteen at that point, I'm pretty sure that's an accomplishment. I had my bookkeeping business for twenty-two years, mm, so exactly. um, took me twenty-two years to acknowledge that that was actually a good thing. So. <laughs> but anyway and then our interests and then our networks and then our skills now the reason why we look at all of them to look at uh, and we've got that under our networks heading is because um, all of them contribute so what skills we have contributes to what networks we'll have and um, what interests we have is also you know contributes to our networks and yeah. yeah, so if you all go to the footy, there could be a good chance that you uh, catch up with the same people each time and they naturally become a part of your network. Uh, yep. Same with your skills. If you're a qualified accountant or you're a qualified tax agent, you probably go to the tax agent conferences every year. So you all of a sudden build a new network. Uh, so that's why it's a good exercise to do, isn't it, to try yep. and you know, work out and, and build those networks. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and obviously, the obvious one um, straight up is your family and friends. A lot of people discount this, but they actually are part of your network. <laughs> yes. Actually, can be quite important to when you're creating a business, or even if you've got an established business, they are important to leverage off of. Yeah, most definitely. And and a lot of people don't share their business with other people. They don't let them know, you know, how business is, or even you know, let them know what type of work or 
clients they want or anything like that. So we kind of like to keep our family and friends separate from our business when, in fact, we should be, like, including them all. And you know what? I love one of the posts that goes around on social media of how to help your family members' business, and it's for free. And they just share on Facebook or share on your social media what the business actually is. Like the comments, like maybe even comment to say that's really interesting, cool. It doesn't take you much, but you would not believe how much that actually helps your family member and their business with the extended reach you get from that sort of thing. Yep. So we all think that oh, our friends are in business and we have to buy from them. And yes, that would be great, but it's actually that sharing that is more important than buying. Well, spread from the them. word. Spread yep. the word. Shout it to the rooftops. And we're not even talking about saying how amazing they are 24-7. It's just purely liking something or even, uh, you know, just sharing it. You don't have to even write anything about it. It's just get, extending it and putting it in front of your network. And before you know it, the six degrees of separation, it's gone all around the world. Yep. Yep. Definitely, definitely. So the other reason that networks are important is because if you don't get referrals, you're going to probably be pretty stuck uh, and probably going to be one of those uh, closing the doors pretty early. So obviously... You know, identif- one of the um, one of our networks that we don't readily identify is our clients are actually a network of ours, so... Um, when you talk to people about, you know, how do you currently get referrals and they just go, oh, word of mouth from my clients. Well, their clients are actually your network and you need to, I was telling you before, one of the questions B&I has is how do you currently cultivate your network? Yep. And it's like that, I love that word cultivate. Like, you know, if it's our clients, we should be building relationships with our clients so they keep coming back, but they also refer us to other people. He doesn't quite like it as much as exponentially, though. But anyway, <laughs> she just rolled her eyes at me and gave me the finger. <laughs> yeah, I just told all the listeners what you did, Tonya. <laughs> so I agree, and I want to ask you a question because I do it, and I want to know if you do. So when you actually work with a new customer, do you ask them, given the fact that they're happy and they've potentially written a testimonial for you, do you know of two to three other people that may be interested or may get value out of my services, and would you mind referring them to me? No, I don't. And do you know why I don't? I, I don't because... Yeah, here we go. Come on. Are you going to give me I, some I, poop? <laughs> You're going to give me a I, poop I, reason. <laughs> I don't because, as you know, I'm a probably fairly emotional person and mm-hmm. so I have this fear of asking people, did you like what my service that I gave you and mm-hmm. could you refer me to someone else just in case they said no. But I also feel mm-hmm. that asking them for referrals or a testimonial is um, – part of selling and I've always had a fear around selling and I also get really grumpy when people ask me to give them a testimonial a hundred times and I see I never said a hundred times I just said after you, you know that that person's happy with your services that's the opportune time to ask them if they wouldn't mind doing a referral for you or a testimonial yep so I get a zero for this one because never ever asked Oh, dear. Well, I hate to say this, but I, that's, yeah, no, I do that quite often, Noonie, as much as, much to your disgust. Oh, I know you do. 
I know, I know, but you know, I'm here. Yeah, we could so go we'll into Sonia's history of everything, but yeah, no, no, it's good. It's good. Development is good. We, we've got so, something to work on then. We're not that. holding Sonia accountable. For Absolutely, any of that shit. No, yes. no, right. And look no. at the end of the quarter. We got another thing to hold accountable. So, not only is she going to go on a speaking tour of the United States when she's over there for her trip to Miami. She's also going to get held accountable. She keeps pressing this body siren button. <laughs> I think you're having a little bit too much fun there, Sonia. I'm just trying to block you out so no one can hear what you're saying. <laughs> uh, well, that's the end of the second quarter. And uh, let's just do a recap of the scores for me, will you, Sonia? Just, you know, nah. just so that the viewers, <laughs> sorry, the viewers, I should say, listeners, the viewers. know where we're at. I'm so glad we don't have viewers because I'm bright red <clears> and... <laughs> Oh, this would be great. We oh. might have to do that one time. We might have to do a Zoom <laughs> session instead of uh, just our, uh, what's it called, our podcast session. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it is currently halftime, two goals uh, leading Sonia to one behind. So you've got some work to do in the third quarter, Sonia. And luckily for you, the third quarter is like your bread and butter, your love <laughs> Uh, you're definitely going to get some points. I have no doubt whatsoever in that quarter. Yes, I just looked at the next two quarters. and um, You're yes. pretty happy about them. You? <laughs> yeah, you yeah although be. you'll get a point for each of them too. I mean, a goal. So anyway, the end score for today is Chris Falk. Now, 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 come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, just it's all re- Jason's fault because I gave you six points in the first quarter. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Jason, seriously, when she sees you next, don't expect some grumpy vibes coming your way, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yes. So without further ado, let's jump into the third quarter because I feel like Sonia can't wait to redeem herself. And uh, let's talk about networking. What is it? Sonia, tell me what networking is. You talked about networks, but what is networking? It's when you actively work your networks um, for a lot of different reasons. A, yes, to get referrals, um, but also to build um, business relationships so that you can actually build your business. And what is the uh, favourite B&I saying? Is it's not net sit and it's not et eat, net eat, it's network. It's which network. A lot of people, A lot of people forget when they're networking that you've actually got to do some work in order for it to work for you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Totally. So let's jump into the types. What types do we have when it comes to networking, Sonia? So obviously you're favorite we have to talk about so what is your favorite type of networking um 100 percent bni one and do you know what so uh, so i've been to poland and i could sit here for the whole 40 minutes of our podcast and talk to you all about poland um (laughs) which one day i may do that but um i forgot where i was going with all that anyway totally gone out of my mind because I was doing two things at once. I'm assuming that you're going to talk about how overwhelming it was with the amount of 
people in the room with such great skill sets or am I completely wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it, it's like, oh, yeah, it is. It's just mind-boggling, the knowledge in the room and the people willing to help you and want to help you and stuff. And I suppose that's where, oh, I remember now where I was going. Um, but I suppose that's the difference between BNI and a lot of other networking groups is that with BNI, we have this giver's gain um, philosophy. So if we, based on Zig Ziglar, sort of Zig Ziglar, mm-hmm. if you give mm-hmm. enough people um, what they want in return, you'll get what you want. So if you help other people grow their business, they're going to want to help you grow your business. And it works time and time and time again. Um, so and you know what? And that even ties right back to the start again with the marketing that most people find <sighs> when you're willing to just give something without actually pay-gating it or paywalling it or, you know, saying you must pay first, when you're just giving away the knowledge, there's most times people will go, okay, can you help me with that? Yep. Yep, definitely, definitely. So There's always going to be a select few that just take, 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 but they're very rare, but you'll find them everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, they, they say that um, – when someone first joins BNI, they're usually in, you know, quite a few other networking groups as well, trying to spread their business around as fast as possible. And after about five years, the only networking thing that they're involved in is BNI because it's the only one that actually works. So tell me about the other types here really quickly. So we... you've got the Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Every town has that. Um, yep. well, not every town, but most towns will have that. Mm-hmm. There's... You know, you can even do um, Rotary as part of a networking thing, um, yep. Lions Clubs. Yep. Um, there, there are a lot of ones like you just go into a room and you basically hand out 100 business cards but don't actually make a connection with anyone in the room. Yep. So which going back to our networks section last quarter where we were talking, that was more having relationships with people in our networks whereas networking you know, you turn up and there's 100 people in the room and let's throw out our business card to everyone. But how many of those people actually ring you to work with you? And that's the interesting thing that I, even from my experience in BNI, is that some people get a bit funny when a competitor comes into the room. I never really cared when they did and if they were to speak. As much as it's a category-specific thing, I didn't really care because I always banked on the fact that the relationships I was building with the other members and the other people in the room were far greater than any person that just had flown in for one meeting was ever going to establish with them. So I was not threatened in any way at all. Yeah, yeah, and in actual fact, that person you may have even been able to work with. So, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So um, definitely to me, BNI outranks any other networking organisation. Um, in saying that, I don't know if I've actually been involved in any. Other. <laughs> to, well, to be fair, uh, its purpose is very much about business and to be extra fair, you only get out what you put in. No different like anything oh. in life, but you really do have to... Work. The work part of BNI is extremely important. Otherwise, it'll probably be just as fruitful as the Chamber of Commerce or the Rotary Club or any without, of those type of things. Without a doubt, I've you know seen people join BNI and go, okay, so I'm in BNI now. Where are my referrals? You know, exactly. and it's so, just 
it, there's a few things out there people go because BNI stands for Business Network International, mm-hmm. and um, there was one on, the, uh, on in Poland, and he said BNI stands for Batteries Not Included, <laughs> <laughs> where you are the batteries and BNI is the charger that charges the batteries. So I thought that was great. Mm. Um, and then also someone else said it stands for breakfast not included um, <laughs> because a lot of people just go to have breakfast. But do you know what I mean? You, you, it is one that it works if you work it. That's where that work comes into it. So the Chambers Absolutely. of Commerce is more about um, being visual, getting your mm. brand up and and noticed and stuff than actually getting referrals and stuff out of it. So, so it's safe to say when it comes to networking, Sonia, my hand is down goal, complete goal. And right now it's also safe to say that as much as I'm working on that, I cannot give myself a goal. I couldn't possibly because I've only, I haven't even established myself properly down here on the surf coast and there was no BNI chapter in uh, central Victoria anymore. So, uh, yeah. so my networking compared to what Sonia's doing is, is terrible. So, um, but I am working towards it. I have actually already got some things in mind to do uh, in the next probably month. And that's you in the right. recorder, Sonia. Hang on, that's not yet. Now it is. Hang on. <laughs> so, you, whilst we go through that, because people probably, if they have only just tuned in and haven't listened to the other episodes, uh, they're probably wondering, well, how does the scoring work? Well, of course, a goal, you get six points and a goal if you are actually doing one of these activities that we're posing to each other. You get a point if you're working towards it, but you haven't quite completed it or something isn't quite in place. And you get nothing if you haven't actually even started it yet. So it's something you should be doing, but you haven't actually started. Yeah, definitely. So consequently, that quarter, Sonia kicked a goal. And I, I reckon because of the that. amount of networking I do, I reckon I should get five goals. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Jason, she's back on the bandwagon, mate. <laughs> Oh, no. Nice. Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> hey, it's close. It's close to recap the scores. Sonia's on one goal, one, and I'm on two goals, one. So yep. you seriously could come home and just snatch this. You never know. Never know. Never, never know. So, um, and how's the ladder going, Chris? Uh, yeah, well, you know, obviously we haven't had time to be working on this in the uh, in the ad breaks, but we will. We haven't had any <laughs> feedback from our listeners yet either. As I told you, I'm waiting for feedback. On do we go glorified ladder, or are we just going to do a quick and easy Excel spreadsheet, which I'm sure will satisfy Sonia because she just like to see that she's sitting on top on percentage at the moment. But if she loses today. <laughs> <laughs> she might not want to see the ladder anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit flighty with things like that. I only want to see the ladder if I'm on top. Oh, gosh. Come on, Mooney. <laughs> to ride the good with the bad. Come on. Oh, How man. do you follow the Bulldogs for so long? Oh, so many bad seasons that we've had to endure. <laughs> I've just learned not to look at the ladder. Now I wait for <laughs> I wait for Chris to analyse it and give me an update and I'm all good. <laughs> I have a few choice swear words that usually come with that analysis as well. <laughs> uh, Alrighty, yes. so we're on to our fourth quarter. And fourth what quarter. is 
our fourth quarter of our. So we want to. I wanted to talk about um, branding, and we then we decided to talk about presence. So you know, sticking with our theme of kind of marketing type of stuff. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was selling saying, yourself. Selling yourself. I was saying to um, you before we started recording that years ago, when you used to buy a business, you would buy this thing called Goodwill. And mm. goodwill doesn't really exist anymore. Um, well, in globalised world that we're in now, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so it's based on personal reputation, which can be really hard because, like, you know, as you all know, I had a bookkeeping business for 22 years and, you know, I'd have clients say to me, if I don't have you, I'm, I'm not going to use you or go somewhere else. And so yep. it, it is hard nowadays to have a, a great personal brand but have them believe in your business and not just you. So, Well, my wife was the same. She had a fantastic dog grooming business and it was really hard to walk away from uh, when we moved. But the reality is that if it wasn't her doing the grooming, then we're no longer interested in the business so you don't have anything to sell anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, and unless you have an amazing business that is systemized and, you know, everything's mm-hmm. planned out and, and all that type of stuff. Like a lot of businesses just close now because once an owner walks away, the reputation's gone. Correct. So in her particular case, uh, she just made sure that all of her clients got referred to the, the second best groomer in town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that she knew that her clients were going to get looked after still. Yeah. You know, and some people would say that perhaps the second best person in town should have given her some type of commission and stuff. But, you know, for for your wife, it's all about um, making sure her clients were happy and it's, about what she was going to get out of it. Which leads into what we were talking about with the presence, both online and offline, and reputation, is she wanted to make sure her reputation was in good stead, even if she was never to come back to the town. Yeah. Yep. And uh, interestingly enough, the person she handed clients on to is actually the same person she ended up getting some clients off for the very same reason. My wife went on maternity leave and that's the reason why we shut the business down. And when she got clients off of this person she's handed them to, she went on maternity leave a few years ago and that's how some of the clients ended up at Anita. So it was kind of a swings and roundabouts looking after each other kind of thing in the industry. And that's, that goes back to that giver's gain. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, absolutely. she she gave Anita some clients to look after while she was on maternity leave and in return Anita's given some back. So Spot on. And they're yeah. both good friends and they're both technically were competitors. Yep. Yep. And that's why I'm really anti anyone looking at anyone as a competitor. I really I yeah, believe we can all work together and help each other, but that could You've be got me. an abundance mentality, though, and unfortunately <laughs> not everybody in the world has an abundance mentality. They have a scarcity mentality and they're super, yeah. super scared of the competition. Yeah, and I just go, you know what, there's enough work out there for everybody. And well, yeah. Like when I um, sit down and define who's your ideal client and they tell, somebody says to me, everybody. Anybody and everybody. Anybody. And I'm like, all right, cool. So if everyone in Cairns right now turned up to your door right now and they said, we need your services, how would you go, Sonia, with servicing them? Yep, you wouldn't. And that's why it says anybody and everybody is actually nobody. Correct. That's why you've got to define it because even if out of all the people that live in Cairns, a thousand of those people were your ideal clients, that would still probably be almost too much. 
and that's great. But if you could identify who that thousand was, uh, you've got a better chance of servicing them well and looking after them than you did if you just said, I'll have anybody. Yep. <laughs> yep, definitely. So one of the weeks I actually want to do a podcast on how to identify who our ideal client is. I like it. But let's talk back to our presence. And there's two particular areas here, which is online and offline. So in order to do some scoring here, let's talk about the online part because Sonia loves that so much. When we say online, we're talking about testimonials, reviews, having a LinkedIn profile. She's giving me the finger again now. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, just generally, if somebody saw your presence online, whether it's websites or, uh, you know, maybe it's a podcast, uh, what does it look like? Would it, is it favourable? Um, is it set up in such a way that you're demonstrating your business or yourself as a professional or in the context that you want to be viewed online? Uh, we dare say if we did that with you, Sonia, you would be fine. So I'm not sure why you're giving me the finger. Because you said, um, what part of that did you say? Oh, reviews and testimonials. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like, we're, we're seriously, now that the listeners are hearing how much you hate this, this is definitely going to become some homework for you and we're going to hold you accountable to this. I love it. I love so much that I've had been given the finger twice in this game, which means it's working. <laughs> the, the finger says, I hate you. And that's in yeah, love. That is your number one goal every time you talk to me goal. for me to say Absolutely. I hate you. Absolutely. Uh, it, means, it means I've pushed the right button. <laughs> yes. You know, so one thing that I've been really conscious over for years and years and years is um, social media can be really damaging to people's reputations. Mm-hmm. And so I have always been really conscious with trying to be very positive on social media. Yep. Um, I sometimes look at what you do and cringe. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Nanny. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Um, but I, I am very open and I have nearly a 1,000 people's friends on Facebook and I accept anyone, whereas you are very, you define that this is my personal Facebook page and this is my public Facebook page. So there is a difference between you and I on our online Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's what you want people to perceive and that there's no right or wrong. It's just making sure you actually are conscious of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, I'm very conscious of my online presence. Excellent. And we've actually ran out of time in that quarter. But let's really quickly just cover the offline. Yep, so when when we're talking about offline presence, we're talking about how do you want to be viewed when you walk into a room? So me personally, as much as you won't believe it, but I hate wearing suits. I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that that would get that reaction. That's great. <laughs> no, that's not Okay, true. so I want to hear from true. all the viewers who know Chris Rankin and tell me, have you ever thought that he would hate wearing a three-piece suit? No. <laughs> You know what? It's so not true. I, I have to admit, I, lo- I love wearing a three-piece suit. Uh-huh. Not, because, not because of being shallow, because I like the fact that when I dress in a three-piece suit, I feel ready to do business. I feel ready for the day. I feel it's work mode. I've just switched into work mode. And as soon as I chuck on a singlet and shorts, 
I'm, I'm chill mode, I'm relaxed, I'm a completely different person and I feel like it's okay to be like that. Um, this is not for everyone and I'm not suggesting for a second you have to be like that. That's just me personally and it works for me. It's worked for me all the time. I literally can go to places and like, oh, I got the curly hair in the, in the three-piece suit, yeah, and, that, and that's what I'm going for because I want to be memorable. But it's funny, isn't it, because if you looked back 50 years ago, 100 years ago, you wouldn't have been considered a serious business person without wearing a suit. Exactly. And that's what I was getting at. I'm not doing it for that reason. I'm doing it for my own reasons. It's not yeah, because yeah. I just want people to take me seriously. Unfortunately, there's still a lot of people Unfortunately, it's there really hard you. to take someone in a three-piece suit and thongs as serious. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> I still have that that I did that. Everybody <laughs> told me I went to my first b meeting in Cairns and he told me I was what the hell are you doing in a three-piece suit so my next meeting I went to in Cairns I turned up in the three-piece suit except I had my thongs on instead of my black shoes so <laughs> I would have hated to have seen the sweat that was inside that three-piece suit after you wearing it in Cairns seriously <laughs> uh, I, that that three-piece suit and a few others went on tour of all of North Queensland so uh yeah I, it didn't change it did not change yeah. doesn't matter where I go yeah, and it's, it's, it is our image that we portray as a business owner is really important. Um, and so what we dress on, you know, if you turned up to um, quote for, if you're a plumber and you turn up to somewhere and you to quote and you've got been in the sewer all day, I'm pretty sure they're not going to let you do their job because they're going to be worrying about if you're going to bring all that through their house. Correct. And you know what? I've seen but it before. If you too. turned up in a three piece suit as a plumber, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't take you seriously either. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing, you know, it's funny, even turning up to clients in a particular car, people do judge. You roll up in a oh, yeah. Mercedes and I'm not suggesting this is every industry because sometimes you have to roll up in a Mercedes because it's expected to roll up in a Mercedes. But yeah. at times, especially in the consulting game, if you roll up in a Mercedes, the first thing the business owner thinks is, I said, that's where my hourly rate's going. Yes, exactly. Now, you could roll up in uh, an old school classic car that's probably worth more than that Mercedes, but they would have no clue of that and Lots not have that perception of you. <laughs> yep. You literally roll up in an old school Tirana in good condition that's worth five times that Mercedes and they wouldn't judge you at all. <laughs> no. They no. probably judge you for other reasons going, oh, my God, they've turned up in some old car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I have no idea that it's worth more than a Mercedes Benz. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking to someone the other day who is an um, air conditioning person in Cairns and he mm-hmm. was saying that, you know, it's really hard in Cairns to get handymen and stuff like that. Um, he goes, one handyman, he turned up in a little um, Ford Fiesta. Yep. And the first thing he thought was, well, how successful are you as a handyman or how good of a job do you actually do if you're driving a Ford Fiesta? Yeah, you know? where, where's your roof racks? Where's your exactly. ladder? Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so, but if you were a handyman that turned up in a ute with, you know, your toolbox and your ladders and sign written, then then you're a professional handyman. And so, yeah, it is that that offline image is very important as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm pretty confident to say that I think we both think about that a lot and we both yep. are conscious of that. So uh, yep. let me just update this ladder. 
Uh, this so ladder. It's not ladder. a ladder. Oh, it's a it's score. Good. Yeah, no, here we go, here we go. It's not a ladder. The um, ladder's the thing that tracks every week. The ladder is the thing uh, that you promised for the last couple of weeks <laughs> to do and we have done Oh, gee, there she goes. She's up on her soapbox now. Okay, everybody, the, uh... let, jump on social media and, and let Chris know you want a ladder. Well, I just would like everybody to, you know, tell us what the score is. So it's the end result of um, podcast number six. So I think Tonya will be happy with the score. <laughs> would you like to tell everyone what it is? Just a recap. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sonia is three goals, one, 19 points. And yep. Chris is four goals, one, 25 oh, points. Oh, no. So for the people in the wondering where that happened in the last quarter, we got six points for online and six points for offline. That's where the two goals come from in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. yes. Yeah. All right, so continuing with going a little bit over time, let's really quickly recap, as we always do every podcast, Sonia. And yes. what did we do well? Stuck to our topic, maybe? <laughs> I really think that we had a lot of fun today. We I know did have you a lot of say that. You say that every week, I know that, but it was it was very upbeat and fun. Yep. So hopefully the listeners will enjoy that too. Yes. Uh, what did we yes. do badly? I, I, well, maybe I have to say this on you got a little bit sidetracked at times. <laughs> oh, I know, right? You, it's, it's all your fault. <laughs> um, yes, and we probably don't stick to time, but, you know, we still try. Oh, my God. And... Are, you, are you still there? Yeah, yes, I'm still here. Oh, that's all right. My phone just went blank and I thought it stopped recording. <laughs> no, no, we're all good. We're, we're all good. good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, um, you just had a heart attack. <laughs> I did. So we probably went over a bit of time, but, you know, it's all in the name of fun. So hopefully that's all really good. And I am, for everybody who's given feedback about the intro, I am trying hard to work on that. So our intro into um, before Chris and I start talking, yeah, we're just playing around with that. So... Absolutely, um, yeah, absolutely, and we probably didn't cover it, so let's cover it right at the end, Sonia. Uh, what are we representing? Who are we talking about? We are. This is Game Day by Name of the Game, and our website is Name of the Dame. Yeah. Name of the, name of the au, and you can find us on Facebook as the same thing, and we can also find us. Um, our podcast. So our podcast is on most podcast platforms. So please, uh, my request this week is if everyone can share our podcast with your friends and get them to start listening. So, and also when we ask for feedback, we generally want your feedback. So we have said that a few times today. Um, so we'd love to hear from you guys. And if there's something that you particularly want us to talk about, please ask. We're happy to do that as well. And we're going to start having visitors in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we are. We are. We've got. We've actually got some pretty exciting uh, lineup. And there's a little golden nugget that we can't actually talk about, but no. I will leave that for Sonia to at least because she's super duper duper ridiculously excited about. It. So, <laughs> so keep yes. listening. Um, yep. It is coming soon. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too that I really uh, would like you to share. 
our podcast with more people, mainly because now that it's out there that Sonia is going to do a public speaking tour of the United States, I want as many people in BNI and outside of BNI to give her a hard time and make sure it happens. And I love the look on her face. If you could just see her right now, she's like, I want to kill you. <laughs> So just for everybody, a little bit of background. Every time Chris sets these challenges, I always achieve them, even if I don't want to. (laughs) And that's what I love about our game and what I love about our sessions because eventually, even if it's kicking and screaming. Oh, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of that. It works. It does work. Uh, I tell All everyone, right. I'm the person who's at the gym going, no, I really don't want to get fit, but I do it anyway because someone's <laughs> challenged me to do it. <laughs> Push the right button. Exactly. Anyway, before we go too much further over time, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, thank you, Sonia. It was another great session and I look forward to our next podcast. Your accountability for this weekend before we leave is to change that goddamn profile pic on Zoom. Right? Got it? All right. Put Seb up there or something. All right. We'll do. We'll do. Okay. Thanks, everyone. And we will catch you next week. Thank you. Bye.